This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. As you can see, we're in a different location today. We had a flood at the office, so we had some work done there. Now it's undergoing some rehab and we're in a different, secure, remote location. But on to the news. And we start out today in China, where foreign automakers are really starting to struggle. As if Tesla didn't have enough problems on its hands, now customers in China are protesting against the company. Tesla cut prices again last Friday, and since September, those prices are down anywhere from 13 to 24 percent, depending on the model. And those price cuts set off protests from Tesla owners who bought their cars before the price went down. Hundreds of protesters showed up at dealerships and distribution centers across the country demanding rebates on their cars, and even the police had to show up to make sure things didn't get out of hand. Meanwhile, GM keeps seeing its sales slide down in China. It sold 2.3 million vehicles in 2022, down from the 2.9 million it sold in 2021. Wuling accounted for most of those sales, with more than 1.2 million vehicles. And that was thanks to the popular Hongguang Mini EV, which topped 400,000 units. Buick also had a strong year in China, with more than 644,000 vehicles sold. And for those of you who are curious, that's nearly eight and a half times more vehicles than Buick sold in the U.S. in 2022. Buick sold just over 76,000 vehicles in the American market, which was more than a 40% drop. And Acura just threw in the towel in China. Honda is giving up on its premium brand in China after six years of trying to sell vehicles there. In 2021, Acura only sold 6,554 cars in China. And so, that's the end of that. Mercedes will be the first automaker to offer a level 3 autonomous driving system in the U.S. But for now, only in two states. Mercedes got approval in Nevada and expects California to approve the system as well. The hands-off, eyes-off Level 3 system only works on highways. And while Mercedes is the first to market with a Level 3 system in the U.S., we think GM's Ultra Cruise technology, which is scheduled to launch later this year, will be a little more capable than the Mercedes system. At Schaeffler, we pioneer motion. Electrifying mobility manufacturing smarter, reducing CO2 emissions, making energy production clean. Scheffler pioneers motion to advance how the world moves. The U.S. needs to clear up its rules for vehicle classification. As we reported last week, there's confusion because some EVs that you would think are SUVs are being classified like a sedan. The reason it's a big deal is because SUVs have a much higher price threshold than sedans to qualify for the EV tax credits, $80,000 versus $55,000. And many of those EVs that are classified like a sedan have a starting price too high to qualify. For example, the five-seat version of the Tesla Model Y is not considered an SUV, but the seven-seat Model Y is. The two-wheel drive ID.4 is not classified as an SUV, 
but the all-wheel drive version is. And both the Ford Mustang Mach-E and Cadillac Lyric are classified like sedans. So now GM is urging the U.S. Treasury to reconsider vehicle classification rules and says it should use criteria and processes similar to the EPA and Energy Department. A Treasury spokesperson said that it used fuel economy standards to come up with the classifications. But again, still a little confusing when plug-in hybrid versions of the BMW X5 and Jeep Wrangler qualify for the full credit, even though they clearly have lower fuel economy than a full BEV. According to the EPA, quote, the distinction between car and truck slash SUVs is based on regulatory definitions where SUVs that are four-wheel drive or above a 6,000-pound weight threshold are generally regulated as trucks and classified as truck slash SUV. In the switch to big giant display screens, customers made it clear that buttons and knobs are still essential for some tasks. So Ford is offering an OTA update for the Mach-E that will allow owners to use the volume knob for other functions as well. And just as a fun little side note, when Ford was developing that screen, it used a Keurig cup as a mock-up for the volume knob. But with the update, when users tap on the temp, fan, or seat heater, they can then make the adjustments using the volume knob. The Environmental Protection Agency wants to tighten up fine particulate pollution standards in the U.S. for the first time in more than a decade. It will slash the allowable 2.5 p.m. emissions from 12 micrograms per cubic meter to 9 or 10 micrograms. And the EPA says this will prevent up to 4,200 premature deaths annually and will save $43 billion in net health benefits in 2032. We think this could force automakers to install particulate filters on gasoline engines like they already do in Europe. And it's going to add another $50 to $100 to the cost of ICE vehicles. And you can once again get a round steering wheel on a Tesla Model S or X. For the last two years, only Tesla's yoke steering wheel has been available. But according to the official shop on its website, it's a free option with new purchases or can be retrofitted to existing vehicles that already have the yoke steering wheel. Although it will cost existing owners $700, which includes installation. We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. CES 2023 is over and done with, but every day this week, we're going to highlight one of the new automotive technologies that we saw there. And let's start with Elite Power, the Canadian startup that's going to revolutionize how electric vehicles get charged. It figured out how to get rid of the onboard charger that's on nearly every EV. And those chargers are about the size of a cigar box, can weigh 50 pounds, and cost over $1,000. Elite Power figured out how to use the windings in an EV's traction motor to do the AC to DC conversion. And since the onboard charger is a bottleneck in charging the battery, 
The battery charges three times faster, even if you're only using a 110 volt outlet. So for no extra cost, an automaker can make its EV lighter, free up some room in the car, cut the overall cost, and triple the charging speed. We did an interview with the company's CEO, Russell Pullen, which has a lot more info about the system, and we'll provide a link if you'd like to watch. While most automakers struggled with shortages of chips and raw materials last year, Rolls-Royce rolled on to set an all-time sales record. Here's what Torsten Mueller-Ottvoss, the CEO of Rolls, had to say. 2022 has been a momentous year. For the first time ever, we have delivered more than 6,000 cars. But sales are not our sole measure of success. We are not and uh, never will be a volume manufacturer. Because bespoke is what Rolls-Royce is all about. And uh, bespoke commissions were also at record levels in 2022. Officially, Rolls sold 6,021 cars. That was up 8% from the year before. The U.S. is the biggest market for Rolls, followed by China and Europe. But that brings us to the end of today's show. Thank you for tuning in. AutoLine Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. And by Scheffler, we pioneer motion.